0: Hey, everyone, it's Pastor Mike Adkins, and I want to welcome you to Next Steps, where the teaching pastors of Grace Church help you focus on taking a next step in your spiritual life. If you're not listening there already, I invite you to take a moment to download the free Grace app. It's the best place to hear and share messages and to get connected with what's going on here in the life of our church. Just search Grace Church Orlando in your app store or head to discovergrace.com forward slash app to find it. Pastor Clint Harrison and Pastor Grant Nixon and I hope that these podcast conversations will help you take your next step toward Christ. Hey guys, it's Pastor Mike Adkins and welcome to Next Steps, the podcast that helps you take your next step toward Christ. I'm here with Pastor Clint and Pastor Grant.
1: How's it going? We are here.
0: Yeah, we're excited to be back. Um, we it's took a week to off. It's good to have you
1: back, man. Yeah, it's good to be back.
0: Sure. Uh, we were not. T- full disclosure right now, Clint and I are terribly sick, <laughs> so our voices might sound a little bit off today. That is
2: how much that I personally love everybody, is that I'm here risking with us my life <laughs> <laughs> to be in
0: this room with you guys. That's right. That's right. Well, today we want to talk about the gospel, and we want to talk about uh, the idea of... Um, how challenging it is to communicate the gospel in the world today. In fact, I think we're going to begin with the presupposition that the gospel doesn't feel like good news to people anymore. Yeah. In fact, it feels like something contrary to that. And so I'll just kind of start with, um, you know, when we were trained to preach the gospel, one of the things that we were trained in was something called bad news, good news, right? That's right. That we start with the idea that we are sinners, which is true. All of that is true. Um, We're sinners. We've fallen. We've made huge mistakes. We've alienated ourselves from God and we can't fix the problem ourselves. And so we need God to fix the problem. And therefore we introduce Jesus. But one of the challenges with that is it's almost like when we're talking to somebody who's far from God and we start with what's wrong, Um, it kind of closes people off. Mm -hmm. But the challenge is the Bible doesn't actually even do that. Like yeah. when the Bible starts, even in Genesis, it starts with this beautiful news of this generative God who's creating the universe. He's establishing order and norms and beauty and goodness all of it, all through it. And yet at the same time, uh, we just totally skip all of that. Now he creates us and he creates us in his image to reflect his goodness and his glory. And then we screw it up a little bit. So it almost mm-hmm. feels like the arc of the scriptures are good news that needs to be heard first the bad news that we messed it up, and the good news again that God is restoring it through Jesus.
2: yeah. I mean, the going back to your your thought of like how we were trained, I mean, even growing up in church, you know, being trained to share the the good news of Jesus, you are sh- you' you're supposed to share the bad news first, right? and and I mean, in the Romans road, like right. if 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 you've been in church for a minute, maybe you've heard it before or you grew up in church, maybe you' heard it before. it's these verses that they've we picked through the book of Romans to share the redemptive Ark. It starts with, like, for all our sinners, right? Like, You're a it terrible. It person. starts with it starts with Romans yes. three ten, right? Like, no one is good, no, not one. Right. That's how we start, right? Which, like, I don't know if you guys ever did sales. Not. I was a just good, thinking about not that. a
0: good sales no, pitch. No, no, no. It's I was just thinking about that. Grant. Not, I mean, not not no one's not like truthful, that. but it's a bad sales pitch. It's a bad sales <laughs> yeah, pitch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, it really closes people off. Yeah, exactly. Hey, you like this car? This car, you know, it kind of stinks. You know, yeah. it's a terrible car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it reminds me, of, like uh, when I was 16 years old, my dad went, uh, my dad and I went looking for cars, and we went to a Hyundai dealership. And this is when the Hyundais were really, really bad cars. Yeah. And so we get in the car, and we're driving down the road, and it's myself driving. It's it's my dad in the in the passenger side, the, and then and um, then the sales guy in the back seat. Right. And I'm driving along and it's just so slow the car was just it had no power right, no energy right, right, to right. it whatsoever and i go this car is such a dog it's terrible and the sales guy goes it really is <laughs> <laughs> needless to say we didn't buy the car <laughs>
2: you bought two. we didn't yeah, buy it that's amazing but but that's it is terrible. it's it's a it's a terrible not only is it not true as you've already said it's a terrible sales pitch plus uh it's not what people need to hear when they're in that moment, I mean, think about think about what we're talking about. We're, we're talking about when when you come to the realization of, like as Jesus said, being poor in spirit. When you realize that you're spiritually bankrupt. When you realize your need for God, um, that's a beautiful realization and it's a hard realization. It's a very yeah, hard one. It's it a very hard one. It's it's a it's you finally look at yourself in the mirror with no filters and you just go, I don't have it all together. In right. fact, I have like there's there's been this self sabotaging in my own heart. Uh, against my own joy, against my relationship with God. So, so you're finding people at their weakest. And one of the things that I love, like we have so many great nurses and medical professionals uh, yes. in our church. Yes, we do. And one of the things I love about all of them, all the ones that, that I've met anyway, um, is that they have this like beautiful way with people. They're super kind to people. That's right. So I think about when you're in an ER setting and you have those nurses there and you walk in and you go, my elbow goes the other way. Right, like you don't. You're in a bad place. You're in a bad place, and you don't need the nurse to go. You really messed your elbow up. It's true. It's one hundred percent. What did you do? What did you do? You don't need that. Instead, like instead, you need like you need that kindness and you need that grace. And that's really what the gospel is. The gospel. The gospel starts with good news. The the gospel. I mean, I mean, in the in the ER, it's your elbow actually used to bend in a very beautiful way. Yeah, and now
0: like it's doesn't. supposed to work this way, and here's the good news: it will again. It will again. <laughs> yes, right, exactly.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just to compound that, the way we learned evangelism growing up, at least the way I learned it, is you cold call people, mm-hmm. and so like you meet them, you don't even know them well, and the first thing you say to them is you're a terrible person. Yes, and it's just like it's it's a slap in the face, and it's like I don't even know you. We don't have this relationship. We don't have anything to base it on, and you're a terrible person. Which, by,
2: which, by the way, like you think about cold calling when someone shows up at your house unannounced. How are you open to oh, that? No. No. You, are, no, 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 no. You want to slam the door. If you're if you're yeah. in my house and I didn't invite you there, I didn't order Uber Eats. You're there to hurt me. <laughs> like that's my <laughs> assumption. When the doorbell rings, <laughs> that's why I always have Angela enter the door. But, like, I assume you are, you are Sorry there. Sorry, Angela. We had, a guy, we had a guy, seriously, a guy running for city council come to our house the other day, and he gives me this whole speech on my front porch, and I go inside, and Angela goes, who was that? And I was like, he's running for city council. And she goes, are you going to vote for him? I said, I'm going to vote for the other person. I don't know what they stand for, but I know they didn't stand on my porch. And that's, like, <laughs> that's it, right? Like, yeah. I don't, I'm not open to that. And so you're right, Clint. Like, we don't, we don't know anything about him, which is the opposite of listening, which is the opposite of consideration. Right. We don't know anything about him, and we just... We're showing up with this agenda to to get like our message out there. See,
0: yeah. that's the point. That's the point. It's it's all about us. It's right. about us getting our message out and making sure we get the information out so that we feel good that we've done our evangelism. Right. But it doesn't take into consideration the context of what's going through that person. Going back to the emergency room thing, when you go into the emergency room, it's because you have a problem. Mm-hmm. When you start thinking about your spiritual life, when you start coming to that place of brokenness or... Mm-hmm. Um, um being poor in spirit yeah. the reason you do that is because you're going through some hard times right yeah and a real truth of the world that we live in today is more people are going through terrible things and that's difficulties right. than not that's right. right and because of that we've got to take that into consideration when we start talking about the gospel because for me I want to be an advocate for people I want people to hear the gospel as a message of renewal and hope right, right? a message of transformation a message where It's practical enough to be able to say, yes, this actually can deal with your problems. Mm. I remember when I first became a Christian, this was back in the late 80s, and uh, people used to say all the time, and I think it was because the culture was a kind of culture where people grew up in the church, but people would say, people would say, um, when you become a follower of Jesus, it's not going to make everything great in your life. Mm -hmm. And I just remember, I remember Christians saying that, but because I did not grow up Christian... When I became a Christian, it did make everything great in my life. Like, <laughs> right. like it right. changed me. It gave me, it Absolutely. gave me friendships that were deeper than anything yeah. I've ever had before. It gave me a church to always be a family around me. It gave me my wife. It gave me my children. Right. It gave mm. me everything I have today. Yeah, yeah. Like even the ministry, the the vocation that I have in life. Like the church has always been something. And the gospel has always been something that has been a healing mm-hmm. part of my life, and mm-hmm. so I think I think for many people that's the challenge of hearing the quote good news. It doesn't feel like good news; it feels like condemnation and judgment.
2: Which we just have to look at the way. I mean, the the approach. Think about the way Jesus met the woman at the well. Right. He he doesn't immediately go. Let me tell you something. Right. I that's like right. you're thirsty right now. You have a need. I will fill it. Right, Absolutely. like I, like That's I, w- right. I'll give you living water. Right,
0: never need to drink again.
2: Never need to drink again. He doesn't start there. He's it's he gets to know her. He gets right. to know her story, and they share right. they share this moment, and they share this, and and it's it's so considerate, and it it's is. so loving, and it's so. Authentic, because yes. here's the other thing. Here's the, the the other part of the presentation problem. Because because I do want to say we're not saying don't share the gospel. No, right? in fact, we're saying the opposite. We're saying though. the opposite. We're you saying the full picture. Share it. Share the, the whole full thing. picture. Yeah. And it, may it be a may it be a beautiful picture. But I, I remember like my my upbringing when we thought about sharing the gospel, or we would literally call it. Are you ready for Southern Baptists to come out at me? Soul winning.
1: <laughs> Charles Spurgeon, baby. We literally, literally go. We literally
2: go soul winning. Um and, and when we would do that, the the transformative like like life that Jesus was giving them, we weren't involved in that. Like the discipleship of that person, we weren't involved in that. No. We were trying to get them to make a decision on their porch, pray this prayer. It's like a car salesman. Right. And then we're like, Well, we'll see you in heaven. Right. And that's not that's not at all what we see Jesus do. That's not how we see people respond to Jesus. They started following him. Like there was this I'm okay, so now what's next? Yeah. And there's this this following and so again our part of the presentation is that one of the reasons we get to
0: know people so well is that we should be we should be walking with people through all of this 100 percent and I think part of this too is it, it really is a retraining process mm-hmm. I think you know Christians over the last 40 50 years they've been taught start with the bad news the Romans wrote all sin falls short of the glory of God mm-hmm. right and that's true and we're not yeah, we're true. not in any way saying that and you have to get to the bad news no doubt about it yeah. But the bad news can be presented in a very different way. But if we start with the good news, which is you were created by God. Mm-hmm. God loves you. Yeah. There's a purpose for you. You're here for a reason. Right. And and not only that, but you the way that God created us, He created us in His image. He created mm-hmm. us to be just like Him. So in many ways, all the faults or the challenges or the struggles that we have right now, they're deviations. from the way God is. And therefore we have a roadmap back, which is him. Yeah. So our hope is in him, not in our moral behavior or goodness or anything like that. Right. But when we get to the bad news, I think the language of, of health is, is the language of our culture today. Like it's, it's, it is the language that we speak. And so for me, I've had a lot of success, I think, not as much as Clint does when he brings people to Starbucks and gets them saved <laughs> exactly. every week, exactly. every week.
2: <laughs> it's unbelievable. But He can do it through a mobile order. He too. can do it through a mobile <laughs> order. I don't
0: even know how he does it. Somebody gets saved in <laughs> yeah. the line right behind him. <laughs> yeah. It's incredible. But one of the things that's super helpful is to start talking again, because we want to be advocates in this conversation. We want people to feel like we're trying to help them grow in their life. Right. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways that you have to do that sometimes is that you have to diagnose the problem. -hmm. Right, it's like when you go to the doctor and the doctor says, "Hey, you have cancer," you're not, you don't feel like you don't, you don't turn around and go, "Hey, you judge me, bro," right? (laughs) Right. You you, you say, "Hey, how dare you? How dare? (laughs) Why would you say that about me?" But what and there's something that's you know and it's traumatic and and just like somebody who gets a cancer diagnosis, some people need that time to process.
1: Mm.
0: When you say I'm a sinner, what does that mean? You know, and they've got to process through like what that means. But at the end of the equation, though. We don't end with diagnosis. We end with treatment. That's right. And the treatment is, we're going to do this, this, and this to get rid of this cancer so that you can live whole, healthy, and for a long time. In the same way for our spiritual life, too. I mean, we diagnose the problem. Sin is the problem. We have all fallen short of the glory of God. How now can we live in such a way with Jesus that we can begin to undo some of that brokenness and hurt and suffering that we've just been going through our whole life? Which is a beautiful picture. It's a beautiful picture. It's a beautiful
2: picture. picture to say, this was, this is like we were created good. And, and it's, it's so wonderful to look at somebody and to be able to say, with the truth of God's word behind you, that you've been created in the image of God. There's an immutable dignity about you. To be able to look at someone who's far from God and then say that, hey, this, like your compassion, oh, that reflects the heart of God. That's a beautiful thing. Like to be able to look at people and affirm things about them, affirm that... And then, and then what you're doing is you're creating, like you're gaining relational capital. Like you, you don't, you don't have the right to say something difficult to somebody because they don't know that you care about them yet. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have that right yet, but once you affirm good things about them and you affirm, like, cause then they're going, oh, you care about me. You're on my side. You're on my side. Right. You're on my side. This is not me attacking you. And I have kind of an embarrassing story of sharing the gospel with someone in, um, Not the best way. And it was a bad news, good news. And it was, uh, I was in high school. So (laughs) going Tuesday, every Tuesday night, soul winning, like getting out there. And, uh, you know, you get Chick fil A Mm -hmm. first, make sure the Holy Spirit's with you. And then you you go soul winning. But so one day I was at Barnes and Noble by myself. And there's a woman in the like astrology section, um, which was right next to like all the Christian books. Sure. Still uh, is. In Barnes and Noble. Probably. Probably, I haven't been to a bookstore in forever. It's twenty twenty. So anyway, I um, YouTube tells me it's everything a hard I need. One right, one right, right, right around right.
0: the corner. Right. So, right around the corner.
2: Is there really? Yeah. Wow. Okay, I need to explore. So uh, we're standing there, and 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 I see her like looking at this. She she starts a conversation with me, and so she said, "Hey, my daughter's about your age. Uh, she's really into astrology. Here's a couple different books. What would you recommend?" like what 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 speaks to right, you right right immediately i was like oh you done done it now and i went <laughs> right into bad news you know what i mean like interesting okay like yeah, this yeah, yeah. is you know hey I, this isn't going to lead you closer to truth this isn't you know what i mean like you're you're just you're looking at stars like what are we doing here you know what i mean mm-hmm. but like but hey i know the one who made those stars you know what i mean like have that conversation <laughs> she was rightfully so so unbelievably offended. And she looked at me and she goes, if you tell me about Jesus one more time, I'm gonna call the police on you. <laughs> oh, now, here's man. what I did. I left and was like, I've been persecuted. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, this is good. Like, I did the right thing, right? right, right. But when I look back on it, like, I was manipulative and I wasn't, I wasn't listening to her. Mm. I wasn't listening to her at all, which Jesus was, is a great listener. The, you know who wasn't a great listener? The Pharisees. The Pharisees were constantly... Right. I, you think about the woman who washes his feet, and the, the Pharisee's sitting there thinking like, oh, if he only knew who that was, she's a sinner. How does he know that? How does he know that? How, why doesn't he... Why didn't he pay attention to her repentance? Why does not he pay attention to her posture? He's not listening. He has his own agenda. Right, right. And that's what I was doing to that woman. What if I had changed it? What if, what if I had just like... What if I had just said... I don't know that. I don't know that book looks interesting. And what if I had affirmed like that's so kind of you to to be here shopping for your daughter? What if I had affirmed affirmed like the stars are amazing? Like yeah. isn't, it, isn't it a beautiful thing that God created? Mm, yep. Like isn't that amazing to see what what God put in the sky for us? What if I'd done that? You yeah. know what I mean? Like how much more loving? And 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 again, we're back to we're back to good news. Now I'm on her side.
0: Well, you're bringing right. up you're bringing up ideas of common interest, you know, mm, and, yep. and even in error there's almost always some kernel of truth in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's a There's way, a connection. There's a connection there, yeah. yeah. Because there's it's a bridge. perversion. Exactly. Like air,
2: it's just a perversion.
0: So there's truth yeah. under there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we talk sometimes about in our theology classes, we talk about how sin is a corrosion or a corruption of the good. Right. Mm-hmm. And so what that means, you can almost think about it, the illustration that I've given before is the illustration of rust on metal, mm-hmm. Right. And so as metal is corrupted and corroded, it turns into rust and it becomes useless. But fundamentally, the metal is still the most important part of it, right? And so in the same way, like for example, you can take something like uh, pornography, which is obviously a terrible scourge in society at this point. Um, And so um, you can take pornography, but you can also say, well, there's a couple of things that are going on inside of that. Mm -hmm. There is a perverted desire for beauty and good and connection. Right. And and we can start with man, there's nothing wrong with you wanting to connect with beauty. Right. God created you that way. Right. 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 And so we don't need to just rip people apart and say mm-hmm. you're just wicked and evil and dumb. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Instead, we say we understand the reasons why you are making the decisions you're making right now. But here's the thing: some of those decisions are hurting you.
2: Mm-hmm. Because yep. here's the
0: thing: like I've I've really connected the idea that when we sin, we hurt ourselves. That's like right. it's a constant process. C.S. Lewis says we don't break. God's laws we break ourselves over God's laws. So it's like running into I was pictured like a guy on a motorcycle hitting a brick wall. The brick wall is not going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just the guy is going to get demolished. Mm. But there are all of these incredibly um for somebody who doesn't know the scriptures, invisible laws that we're just kind of like violating all the time. Right. And because of that, we just we constantly find ourselves in pain and suffering and struggle. I think there's so much of that that we can rid ourselves of if we just understood how God had wired us, mm-hmm. how God has designed us, mm-hmm. and how he wants to love us. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I
1: love what both of y'all are saying. I mean, hey, thank you what, what I hear you saying <laughs> is is yeah. that it's, it's really relational. Good. It's relational. Yeah. Yeah. like it's, it's that moment where you go, I'm not here to just win. I'm not here to make an argument. I'm not here to get my point across. No, I'm here to build a relationship to get to know that person, to love them. And the most loving thing that I can do is to paint the full picture of the gospel. And Mm so I love that y'all are saying, as a matter of fact, I mean, I can't even think of a situation where, you know, somebody called my wife a year ago and she called to say, my husband has been beating me Mm -hmm. and it has come to my children at this point. There's, there's multiple ways that you can take that. One is, you can start to say, okay, well, maybe here's the reason why, and here's what you need to do, and here's Jesus. Another angle with what, with what we've been saying is, is this. God created everything, and he created everything good. And so mm-hmm. you start with the good news of, hey, listen, I know you feel hopeless. I'm so sorry about the situation, but I want you to know that God created you in his image, and you can have the respect to say, I'm not going to put up with this and I'm not going to let this happen to me, and I'm going to invite other people into my life. And not only is that's the good news, God created you in, your, in the image of him, and so you can take the right step. But even in that, even in all of this brokenness in your home and everything going on in your life, there's hope for you, and his name is Jesus. That's right? Yeah. Jesus came to restore you, to restore everything that's going on in your life, and ultimately restore finally and fully in a new creation. And so I want to talk to you about that. And, and See, I, I like and what you're saying,
0: because I mean, especially when it comes to something like abuse, because that's a, yep. that's a terrible thing. But what you did right there is you connected her being created in the image of God, being a daughter of God right. and of having inherent value and therefore not needing to, you know, basically to submit herself right. to that kind of abuse. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a very important thing. Yeah, You know, I mean, for us, we've got to figure out like, how God sees us, because mm-hmm. how God sees us is really who we are. That's right, right, and that has implications for how we live. You know, we're not just we're not just moral creatures uh, because we follow some rules. We're actually moral creatures because God created us that way. We That's right. are That's that right. person,
2: right? I think it's. I think we cannot understate. How important it is for us to paint the more beautiful picture, and how important it is for to, it is for us to establish the good, because if we don't do that, if we're if we're going to start, if we're going to say, you know what, I just I know there's something wrong in your life, I'm going to diagnose it, and right. we're going to we're going to answer it with the Jesus pill. Yeah. If we do that, what are you calling them to? Because the arc of redemptive history is one of redemption, right? right. It's it's a new heaven and, and a new earth. That's it's right. not something. It's renewal. It's not something out there that's beyond and that's alien and foreign it's it's god said i made it good and and you've broken it yeah. and i'm going to make it good again and so when we're we have to establish the fact that like jesus isn't asking for you to not be you again you know what i'm saying he's like asking he's asking you
0: to be the best version be the best of version of, you, of right. you that you possibly can be which is which is what
2: everybody wants it really is at the it's point, what everybody I, I think wants. I, I think
0: at the heart of it it really is what what people yeah. want you know, so we have, you mentioned the arc of, of history. You know, God creates everything good. We screw it up. And even if you're not a person who believes that, you know, because Adam and Eve did something wrong, sure. that, that you know, that impacts you now, um, I, I happen to believe that. I think that's what the teacher, sure. the scriptures yeah, right. teach. But with that said, you know, if, even if you're not a person who believes that, just look at your own life. <laughs> exactly. You know, I mean, you yeah, don't yeah. have to believe it Anyone that.
2: listen to this podcast sinless right now? <laughs> That would be. It's amazing. <laughs> but you know,
0: if, if we are if, if if we have screwed up and we've messed up things fundamentally, we all know that we have. If we're just intellectually honest for a moment, sure, right? Then we have blown it, all, including the three guys on this podcast right now, right. especially the three guys on this podcast yeah. right now, right? But at the same time, at the same time, you know, we're moving toward, you know, so we're coming from this beauty and this goodness that God created, life. I mean that's that is God, right? God is filled with life and goodness. He's holy. Mm-hmm. And that's part of what it means to be holy. Like He's good and wonderful. He is the picture of good. We break it all; it all falls apart. Now we're in the process when we're introduced to Jesus of beginning to you know put it all back together, right? Mm-hmm. So we are this broken image. Um, but that image, you know, by learning the scriptures. We're putting that piece back together right. so that one day we can present ourselves to him and he goes, man, you did a good job putting some of those pieces back together, but let me finish the puzzle for you. Yeah, exactly. You know, and he makes you perfect right. and good. So in that sense, it doesn't matter, You know, and I talk about this in communion sometimes at the Orlando campus, but it doesn't matter if you're in the best place in your whole life right now, and you're thinking, man, like, I'm killing it, life is good. Yeah, Life can get so much better,
2: Right, and it yeah. will.
0: Like right. That's a promise from God that through Jesus... Life will get way better than it is right now. Can I say it? And at the no, good as And, at, and at, the bo- at the bottom, <laughs> at the bottom, if you're if you're you know on the other end of that spectrum where you're right. thinking, man, it, there's no way anything's ever going to get better, then you're wrong because it's going to get better, okay? right? You know, because God's healing all things, right? And that's not a healing that just takes place in you know in heaven. It starts right now. Yeah, it's a beautiful And that's picture. why good things are ahead. <laughs> 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 That's right. That's right. Okay, guys, I think we've come to the end of our podcast. We appreciate being with you guys. We hope this has helped you take your next step toward Christ. Well, wherever you uh, find your podcasts on Apple, you can rate us, review us, and subscribe. We would love to have you as a regular subscriber. We come out every Wednesday, and we'll see you next Wednesday.
1: Take care, guys. See you, guys. See you.
0: Thanks for listening to the podcast. We hope to see you this weekend at a Grace campus near you. Get all the details and more resources at discovergrace.com.